Show your home some holiday love. Shop Lowe's now during our Season of Savings event. Get artificial Christmas trees starting at just $49. Also pick up one-quart poinsettias at only 88 cents each. Lights, ornaments, and decor. Whatever you need, visit us in-store, shop our app from home, and get free shipping on thousands of items. Or pick up curbside for contactless service. However you want to shop this year, we have you covered. While supplies last, selection varies by location. Poinsettias offer in-store only. Excludes Alaska and Hawaii and limited to 16 per customer. Valid through 12-2, U.S. only. Yo, so this next episode is a little different. I don't like the phrase edgy because the edge used to be uh, meaning it was negative and there's a new edge, which is clean, but this is a marriage event. So we did Michael Jr. I was wondering and we took some marriage questions. This is a little different than what you normally might experience, but you got to check it out because, uh, well, check it. I don't want people to think that I'm forcing you to do this because you're my daughter. It's the impromptu comedy that happens at a Michael Jr. comedy show. And maybe some impromptu information that ties it all together. It's supposed to be inspirational. It's time for Michael Jr. off the cuff. Dad, can I go play now? Yo, Michael Jr. here. I just want to let you know if you want to support this podcast, you can do so on Patreon. Your financial support will be highly appreciated. And depending on what tier you choose, you can get some really cool stuff as well. So just go to patreon.com slash Michael Jr. Or just hit the link in the show notes. I appreciate you. So our sponsor, Nick, tell them who our sponsor is. The one Michael Jr. Gets, Comedy Tour. Yes, they get us paid. And what are they doing, Nick? They are giving away a free CD. Whoa, it is at michaeljr.com. Little more bass. All the bass was gone. Did anybody else notice that? They are giving away. Uh, you did it again, man. You do that like every 18th episode. Your, your bass just go you away. You know what? It's... I apologize for my lack of melanin. It catches up with me sometimes. Mel- what, what? Melanin. My whiteness. My my Caucasian persuasion. Dude, there's white people with a deeper voice, isn't that? Like, I know a six-year-old girl who got a deeper voice than what you just used. She's, she's what, married. Is she like a baritone? She's married, though. So <laughs> Six-year-old man. Like, that was from like earlier sever- when we oh, talked Lord. about it. So they're giving away a free CD. And if you're interested, there's something really powerful that we're doing. Go check out funnyhowlifeworks.com. It is amazing. It is so much fun. It's a curriculum we put together. We've been working on it for a long time, and it's finally done, depending on when this episode airs. And we have a, non- a non-sponsor sponsor, Embrace Grace. They help women who are, who are pregnant, uh, and they weren't expecting to be pregnant, and they help them in a really cool way. It's pretty doggone dope. With that being said, um, we should get ready to start the show. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so where were we at? Tell them where we was at, Nick. We were in Detroit, Michigan. D to Detroit, my hometown, not really. I'm like two hours away from Detroit. Grew up in Grand Rapids, two and a half hours if you got warrants out. So we were, um, <laughs> no, because you, if you're black, you got to drive slower when you got warrants. Or if you don't got warrants. You don't, just go give to you the a speed warrant. limit. Don't go oh. any faster than the speed limit. Oh, that's all it takes not to get pulled over by the police in Detroit? I'm, thank you're you talking for your, Detroit. Pers- you're thank talking you for your Detroit. perspective. <laughs> You're talking Detroit. You just said to me, well, just follow the law. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is awesome. You ever been in a store and uh, and you notice that the, the, the floor walkers are watching you? Yes. They're just they looking at you? Yes. When was the last time it happened? That happened when I was in 29 Palms, California. 29 Palms, California? Yes, 29 Palms, California. Southern California. It's I was walking bluff. around. Who was with you? It's a bluff. I, I'm, I'm going to call you Sister. Bluff. Your sister was with you? Yes. Why do you say sister instead of my sister? See, all, all this stuff adds up as being shady, right? 29 Palms, the people California. were following you because they thought you were going to steal. Where are you stealing? 
No, I wasn't. Did you see what he did? his eyes just did right now? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. Not at that moment. Earlier, no, I, I was still. I wasn't stealing. I okay. was walking around the store there, following me around because they knew I wasn't from. I wasn't from around there. How'd they know? Because it's a small town. It's predominantly Mexican. You can tell when new people are there. Wait a minute. You're not Hispanic. No, I'm Italian. No, for real. You're not Hispanic. No. Como esta casimita? So you didn't say anything. <laughs> I can speak Spanish. You can speak Spanish? Yes, I can. It's because you're Spanish, man. It's cool. It's nothing wrong with being Spanish, Nick. <laughs> Why are you denying your Spanish ability? What was that word that you just tried to say? <laughs> your Spanish ability. Spitability. Review. Review. My wife is supposed to be in here. Oh, well, she's about to walk in, shouldn't she? I don't know. Yeah, I so she can walk in whenever she got my uh, iPad. All right. So, so Detroit. We're in Detroit. Yeah. Now, people think Detroit is all messed up and ghetto and stuff. And you're right. There's yeah, a, there's it, a fair was pretty, that was, it was pretty bad at one point. Oh, like we were so bad. Ago, yeah. You can buy a house. And currently, you can buy a house in Detroit for $4,000. They sold the Silver Dome yeah. for $685,000. The whole Silver Dome. Yeah. The whole thing for $665,000. And I'm a huge Detroit Lions fan. Yeah. I just, I, I really enjoy being in Detroit. So it was great to be back home. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. The audience was phenomenal. Yeah. We had a blast, man. These people oh, yeah. were dope. Yeah, what was your just, favorite part? My favorite part. I know. I did it again. I, That's I'm, okay. I am what, so what, sorry. Set up the room for them. Help them know what the room looked like. All right. So the room, this time it, was, uh, it wasn't it was as round as we normally have in, in a lot of the venues. It's kind of more of a flat stage and stuff. Not that there's round stages, but I mean like just more of a rectangular shape anyway. Sorry, I'm going way too much in the shape. But it was it was kind of more of a, a rustic feel. Kind were of you there, Nick? Yes. Because it sounds like you're lying right now, too. <laughs> just, it was a stage where, you know, you were able to stand and then there were people that were looking around and they were looking and stuff. And you remember how they were looking? And they were laughing, too. They were laughing. And uh, see how high my voice can go as I talk, tell the story. That's kind of what. We're done? We're good? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part was Drew because uh, you, yeah. you, caught, you caught him Accents when he did it. He started off with an accent and then lost it immediately. Accent was just gone. Yeah, it just disappeared. I was like, what happened to your accent, dude? <laughs> I was like, you just changed your whole routine? Hysterical. Come on, Drew. I drew a conclusion from that thing being gone. That's it what I did. Just, it was really funny. Oh, man. Hey, you know, we should read a book one time. We, we have. No, 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 like read doves. I know, but like my, I don't know if people know this, but I wrote a children's book. It's called The Parts We Play. We should read that one time. We should. That'd be kind of cool just to read a children's book. Yeah. Because we just, we could do it because we named this thing off the cuff. So we yeah. could talk about whatever we want. Pretty much, yes. Let's call your mom. No. Man. I was so, trying to get you into the moment. It's just flowing and we just going happen. and then we just call I Gail. I made a promise. Gail, no. You made a promise. I didn't promise your mama nothing. <laughs> she probably want to hear from me because I'm a nice person. She She's a fan of the show, right? Yes. So. Okay, I'm just going to call her off air. You can try, but I'm not giving you her number. I ain't record it. That's weird. I ain't asking for your mom's number. Then hey, how are you going to call her? That just sounds creepy. Hey, man, what's your, <laughs> yo, what, what's your mom's phone number, bro? I'm just curious. Cause she, I ain't saying she looked at me all weird. I'm just saying, what's her? Like, that would be weird. It's not like that, nigga. Yeah. I just want to, I think she's a great person. She did a great job raising you for oh, the most part. For the, for the most part, caveat <laughs> there, caveat. No, no, Nick, you're a good dude, man. I really like oh, working with thank you. you guys. Like, I appreciate real. that. Like, really. I'm, no, I'm not just saying that to set up a joke. I'm just going to leave it right there. Oh, thank you. means mm-hmm. a lot. really appreciate it. Hey, so we should do the, yeah, we, we should get ready. Yeah, we should. Because this thing is, I don't want to take up people's time. They're in nope. the car listening. Yeah. And you better not be listening like double speed, too, because the jokes aren't as funny double speed. In fact, I'm talking even faster. Then that way it's going to be un, unbearable for you because you're not going to be able to take it because it's way too fast. Now you need to slow it down. And then we can do this like that. And yeah. then if you did my fast voice that I did earlier where I lost all the bass and you do that at double speed or triple speed, it's, it's it'll be piercing. It'll take your head clean it'll off. It'll sound normal, actually. 
That sounds way too fast. If they slow down your high pitch, no, voice, no, I'm saying if they if they did double speed of my fast voice. Yeah, but if they slowed it down, it sound like a regular man. Regular man. That's that's. <laughs> Let's jump in the show before I have no, some serious no, crisis. Of, I'm not uh, saying you're not here. a regular man. Who wants to be a regular man anyway? Like, who's your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero is Batman. Batman. Yes. It's just a dude with some money living in a cave. And he's a ninja. That's that's why. What I like you him. call him? A ninja. He's a white dude. <laughs> a ninja. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, snap. oh my gosh. I was like, what did he just do right now? Ninja. He lives in a cave. Ninja. Oh, ninja, Lord. please. That's what I thought you was talking about. He's not a ninja. Talking about this a right bat with a bunch of money. Oh. That's the that's the reason he's an everyman superhero. Tell you my, who, my favorite superhero is um, Bugs Money. Bugs Bunny? Oh, I really like him. Bugs Bunny is bananas. He's hysterical, My too. favorite childhood story. What's your favorite book as a kid? Favorite book as a kid? I, I liked a lot of the great illustrated classics because they took, like, the literature and everything, but they broke them down so this way, like, you know, kids could understand them and read. That's great, Nick. My favorite book of probably all times possibly is Stone Soup. Stone Soup? Have you read Stone Soup yeah. before? Which you guys know about soup? Stone Soup? Stone Soup is the is so dope. We it's about this stone dude. Soup in kindergarten. You did? Or it's either kindergarten or first grade, but what? I don't care which one it is. You yeah. just tell me. You just, it's a good story. Yeah. You made it. Yeah. The Stone Soup is about this dude who rose up in this neighborhood and he broke. He ain't got no money. All he got is a rock. Mm-hmm. Not not like rock, but he's just got a stone mm-hmm. in a in a pot. I think he had a pot yeah. already. And he started a fire mm-hmm. and he told people, mmm. I'm about to make stone soup, and he go door to door and be like, "It sure is gonna be good." I just only if it has some onions, mm-hmm. and then somebody would be like, "Hey, I got onions," and then the next person, "Ooh, it'd be perfect if it just had some tomatoes." This dude started out with a stone and left with a restaurant. But I mean, in my mind, he had a restaurant, yeah. <laughs> but that's not really what happened. He ended up having soup for the whole neighborhood, yeah. and he just started out with a rock. Yep. That was pretty dope. It was a hustle move and a and a move about the community. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty dope. We we mostly focused on the community thing, not the hustling part. But oh, he had the hustle. Yeah, he did. He got his hustle. He had long. a good sales pitch. Yeah, he did for real. Yeah. Cool. Speaking of sales, pitch, and he wasn't a ninja. <laughs> He's just a regular person. Regular person. Just didn't live in a cave. With that being said, let's go off the cuff. Any question at all, preferably on the subject of marriage, but anything at all, it doesn't matter. Whatever question you ask, someone else could probably learn something or laugh some. As a result of it, with that being said, the window is open now. Just raise your hand. We'll bring your microphone. It'll be awesome. Cool. Just, we, got a, we got a hand up back there. There's a young lady. Nope, that's a big hand for a lady. That's a guy. That's a guy right there. Sorry, sir. Thought it was a lady at first, but that's a big old hand for Cool. What's your name, sir? What's your name? Hi, my name's Kenny. Kenny, How like you Ken? Your name's Ken? Ken, Kenny, Ken. Ken. So go ahead. What's your question? Michael Jr., I was wondering. Go ahead. Well, why does sex... Okay, maybe just do it your way, I guess. Okay. Go ahead, Kenny. What's your question? Why does sex fizzle out when you hit your 60s? Oh. <laughs> Are you referring to the 60-minute mark? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yes, Because that's all I could relate to. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, snap. Okay. That's a great question. Why does sex fizzle out when you hit your 60s? Well, um, how you do anything is how you do everything, like my wife said. So it's not, I don't think it's these. I think what you got to do is you got to find some new things to do. Quit taking a lot of Like for real, because Kenny, I mean, without, without getting all the detail. Okay, let's just play like we had a Barbie doll and a Ken down right here, right? <laughs> Hear me out. So what I'm saying is, is you probably have a rotation of, I've never said this before on stage, but I'm going to do it because it's Mike John's wonder. You probably have like a three-move rotation that you've been doing 
for 60 years. Am, am I right, Kenny? Kenny, am I correct? You're correct. Yes, I'm correct. So listen. Okay. <laughs> you got a three-move rotation, and right around 40 years, you were you were like, yo, this we got it. Like, what else? But here's the thing. Your wife was saying that at 20. She was like, what else we gonna <laughs> what else we gonna do? So what I would do, hear me out, here's what I would do. I know this won't sound like it don't make sense, but blind people smell amazing. Like, don't go sniffing on a blind person. So listen, you have the same rotation going on, so you have to mix it. So almost handicap yourself on purpose is what I'm saying. Like, the next time you get ready to get ready, take those three moves and throw them out the window. And now ask yourself, okay, what am I going to do now? Really, take your, take your normal rotation and throw it away and watch what your brain will start to do to come up with what it is you have to do. Or you want to do, I should say. You got to switch rotation. Great question, Kenny. Way to set the tone. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Next question. Next question. That was dope, Dave. That was dope. I didn't know he was 60 because he's bald. He looked good for 63. That's awesome. Yes, we have a question right here. It's a young lady right here who has a question. Wow, she's moving fast. So, <laughs> What's your name? Laura. Laura. Cool. Where are you from? Um, okay, you don't want to tell me. You don't want to tell me. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I forgot for a second. It's Michael Jr. Hills. Michael Jr. I was wondering. So why? Okay, does my maybe not. Thirteen. <laughs> so I'm wondering why does my 13-year-old son always have such a negative attitude about everything in his life? Oh, okay, great question. Um, because he's 13. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Next question. Yeah, yeah. He's 13 and he thinks he knows everything. That's what happens at 13, and he smells funny. Yes, we have a question right here. Let's see if somebody can get this right. What's your name, sir? Chuck. Chuck, like... <laughs> we don't use Chuck as a verb. It's a strict policy. Are you a teacher? Is that what just happened right now? <laughs> no, but my wife is. <laughs> your wife is? Oh, okay, cool. All right, what's your question, Chuck? All right, how do you survive a marriage with two toddler boys? <laughs> oh, how do you survive a marriage with two toddler boys? If you would have asked me before this, I would have been like, condoms. But now it's too late. That's what I would have said before this. Yeah, boys are hard, man. It's really, really, really tough. Um, if you go to uh, Lowe's, they got these ropes. Put them around their ankles, and they're, just, just, they're going to be okay. Just don't let them get too close to each other. The big thing is that you spend ample time with her. Like, do, do you both, both of you work out of, out of the house? Uh, no, actually, well, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, do you actually have kids? Let me ask that question first, too. Because <laughs> yes. it sounds like you are making this whole thing up right now. Have you met her before? Do you even know this lady? Ma'am, are you a hostage? So here's what you want to do. Well, me and my wife, Mondays, we don't do anything. Like, we don't deal with no kid. We don't do it. It's just me and her on Mondays. So if you can, I would, I would give a day just for her. Like, just for the two of you. Not just, not, not just a date night, but what about a whole day where you lock it down with a babysitter? Like, yo, every, every day at this time, you, these are your kids. Every day, these are your kids. We're going to leave. We'll pay child support. We'll come back and get them. But this is just our day, and just make it a routine. If it can't be once a week, make it every 10 days where you just doing that. And... On that 10 days, right, throw out the regular routine. Your rotation, just throw that rotation out 
and do your thing. That's what I'm saying. That's just, yeah. So next question. Next question. Take any question. There's a young lady right here has a question. She's cute. She's got dimples. What's your name? Jennifer. Jennifer. Cool. How long you been married? Nine and a half years. Nine and a half. Oh, wow. Ooh, the half. <laughs> You're going to bring up them six months. Wow. Okay. And how did he propose to you? At a park, at a picnic. At a park. Mm -hmm. Cool. Was it a, a secluded park or is there other Stony people Creek. there? What's that? Stony Creek. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not from here. <laughs> but that's great. It sounds great. But it's probably a creek and the stones. I could visualize it. What's your question, Jennifer? Michael Jr., I was wondering. First of all, I'll stop right there. You see that? You see that? She did not chuck out the beginning of that. Yes. Michael Jr., I was wondering, should I have another baby? Ooh. <laughs> How many you got right now? Three. Three. I got five. Keep doing it. Yes. <laughs> no, for real. Kids are the best. Like, they're the best. I love kids. I used to be one. That stuff is awesome. Great question. Next question. Next question. Any question at all? We've got a young man right here. Has a question? There's a young man right Or just ignore him and find somebody yourself. Oh, way in the back. I'm sorry. We got somebody in the back. We got a question. Yes, what's your name? Uh, Drew. Hey, how you doing? Your name's Drew? Yeah, uh, it's, uh, Andrew. There you go. Did your whole voice just change right now when I messed up your routine? <laughs> uh, Drew, how you doing? And it was like, uh, Andrew, actually. It's Andrew. <laughs> it's totally, it's totally. Cool. Andrew, Andrew. how long have you been married? Five wonderful years. Hmm. Yeah, okay. it, it's a Everything? playback on one of his jokes. You got to be a little, you know, vulnerable, emotional. Oh, you're being they vulnerable drop, right dude. now. dude. It didn't work. Okay, yeah. Comedy is tough, man. It's, yeah. It could be hard. Like, yeah. It could be hard. It, it could be. What do you do, Andrew? What do you do? So, uh, I do a lot of things. Okay, what's your question? So, my question is, you know, I'm a young father. Hey, Jennifer, father. you want to go back there and coach this guy? <laughs> no, that's fine. Go ahead. Young father in my 30s, and I got to ask you, is your garage attached or detached? That's are you, my question. Are you asking if you should get clipped? No, no, that's a thing of the past. We already did that. So I'm trying to decipher what he's talking about right now. <laughs> Is your garage attached or detached? I'm like, uh, we're not having no more kids. I don't know how to tell you. So, like, yeah, you know, when you need to, where do you go to yell? Ooh, that's a great question. So, let me... And let me... is it normal to yell as a okay, young father? Okay, there's a second part third. to the question. <laughs> so, here's what I do. Here, here's what I do. So, it sounds like you may be having a little bit of stress. I really do this for real. And fellas, women, you can do this too, but I'm talking to the fellas. Now, this was, my wife was talking about being vulnerable, and actually, when I was walking up here, I was thinking, how do I talk about this? This is what I do, and I've never said this publicly on stage before, ever, but I do that. I'll talk to other men about this, but this is something I do. I literally, like, I do comedy, I get to travel, I get to have all of this fun, but I, uh, I don't know what I'm doing. What I mean is, there's areas in my life, most areas, actually, where I'm not really sure how to pull this off. Like, I don't, whether it be... I don't know. It could be for you. It could be paying a bill. It could be whatever. So what I do is I literally will go into a space. It could be a garage, but we have this, we have this media room in the other house that we had. And I would go upstairs. And this one, it's, uh, we have a media room as well, so it's downstairs. But anyway, I would go, the first time I ever did it, I went to the media room, and I just cried out to God. And when I say cry out, dude, I'm talking about one of those cries where you don't want the kids to be around because they're going to feel unsafe because you're here. <laughs> you're like, if he crying, what in the world am I going to do? 
Like I'm talking about one of those cries where you're like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. But you're not necessarily crying for a specific thing, or you could be, but you're just crying out to God. Because think about it, God has a lot of kids. They're all in here. So imagine if you had three kids, one on the way possibly, right? Let's say you got three kids, and your first kid comes up to you and says, hey, Dad, I really need your help. I'm trying to do this thing. I just need a little help. And the second kid says, hey, could you help me with this? I need a little bit of help. And the third kid looks at you and just falls to his knees and starts crying. You love all of these kids the same. But who's going to get your attention in that moment? I'm telling you, man, cry out to the Lord and watch. Watch what he does. I got three minutes. Cool. Uh, next question. We'll take another question. Then we'll do a joke. We're going to bounce. Who else? Oh, we got a hand right there. It's a man's hand right there. Cool. What's your name, buddy? Zach. Zach. Cool. And how long you been married? Six years. Why did you have to look at her? <laughs> We it's had two weddings. Fella, you had two weddings? We did. Okay, you know this was a Christian event? The Mormons ain't here, is they? No, I'm just playing. Like, you had two weddings? Yes, sir. Break that down for me. What happened? Uh, we got married prior to moving in together in the church, and then we had an actual event wedding one year later. Oh, yeah. You was like, hey, I'm ready to try some of this rotation. Can we go ahead and... <laughs> Can we get married right now? Can we do that? That's what you, okay, cool, cool. All right, what's your question? What's your question? So, so with you having five kids. Yes. How do you still have enough time to um, make sure that your wife is served and you yourself feel, you know, fulfilled as well? Ooh, you're talking about sex? Not, not just sex. Okay, no. so here's what I do. My wife, my, my kids are an amazing third place. They're awesome. <laughs> They're an amazing third place. I don't care if they're hungry. My, I gotta take care of my wife for real. And then God being first. When I say first, I mean like I'm that crying out stuff is for real. Like God, I need your help. I'm about to go in here and try to satisfy a human being. Help me do this. I don't know what to do. And then the kids are like third. So here's here's the priorities. God, I'm gonna just let you hear them, uh, hear the distance in between from my voice. There's God, my wife. And them kids. Literally, that's, that's how it kind of goes. So you just, like, all of the soccer practice and baseball practice, they could probably find their own way there. Like, I don't know how, like, for real. Like, just be like, ah, you're going to be okay. Like, for like, and it's okay. I know, let me free some men up. It's okay if you miss a game or two. Like, for real, it'll actually, it'll, like, the story my dad was at every game. First of all, they're not even going to remember the little games. They, they just, they won't. So, and it could mean a lot to your wife if you just say, hey, I'm going to set this down. I'm going to spend some time with you. I know, I know, he's playing first base this week. I know, but I'm trying to take it all the way home. <laughs> and that don't just mean sex. That can mean like, yo, you know what I mean? So, yes, good stuff, man. We got time for one more question, and then we're going to bring these. When Dave and Ann get up here, they're just brilliant at communicating marriage. You're going to love it. Okay, cool. We'll take one more question. We'll take one more question. Where's the mic at? There's a guy right here who's got a question. Cool. You have to move kind of quick. Sorry about that. Seemed like I should have pointed him out already. Cool. All right. It's right here. Nice haircut, dude. I love that. That is awesome. You could do it. It's like so, you could do it, but you can't hang out with Dave because both of y'all together. Nah, people are gonna be uncomfortable. <laughs> like I don't know about this. Where's your leather jackets? That's what they're gonna start thinking. What's your name? Jerry. What is it? Jerry. Jury. Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Like Jerry. Jerry. Yes. Sir. Yes, sir. Jerry. Jerry. Cool, man. How's the kids? Good. Just 
checking your age. I remember that stuff. I remember Jerry Skier. What's your question, Jerry? Is that your bride right there? She's beautiful. Yes. Awesome. How long have you been married? 47 years. Whoa, 47 years in a row? You were the man. That is awesome. Wow. All right. What's your question? Jerry? Michael Jr., I was wondering why. That's what I'm saying. Brilliant. 47 years. This man oh, gets stuff right. Comes with age. Um, Michael Jr., I was wondering why you feel going into prisons and correctional facilities and doing comedy is important. Oh, good question. Um, well, it's a captive audience. You know, um, let's see what else? Uh, So for you, those who don't know, I go to prisons and all of those school places, but I really believe a gift isn't a gift until you give it away. And it's not measured by how much, how many people like it, it's measured by how much someone else needs it. So when my wife was talking to you about um, be understanding other people, like that is a gift that you can give to your spouse, the desire to understand them. And listen, I, what I'm, I'm, I'm not saying this because I'm almost, like literally I calculate, I walk in the door trying to figure out what I can do for my wife. I know, I know everybody doesn't do that, but I literally would be like, okay, what can I do? How can I make her more comfortable? Even on the plane on the way over here, she's asleep and I'm trying to do the math on how she can be more comfortable. So I put a little blanket on her legs because she just had to what you call it. Like I'm constantly doing that math. So you guys should probably try to have a competition with your spouse, not so you can win, not so you can do more, not, not so they can owe you something. Just real quick. So what's your name? Jesse. Jesse. If I gave you $100 right now, how would you feel? Be awesome, right? If I owed you $100 and I gave you $100, how would you feel? It's, it's not as impactful. Like, dude, you owe me that money. So instead of doing something for your spouse and expecting something in return, just do something for your spouse because God wants you to. And don't expect anything in return. And then if something comes back, it's a, it's a surprise. It's awesome. It's over the top. But don't expect anything in return. It's so much better. It is so much better. If you go to McDonald's and order a burger, first of all, you shouldn't be at McDonald's. This stuff is nasty. But <laughs> if you go to McDonald's and order a burger and then there's some fries in there, you're like, oh, snap, I got some fries. But if you order some fries, you're like, these fries better be in here. Because you were expecting them. Act like you weren't expecting. You don't, they don't owe you anything. Your spouse doesn't owe you anything. I'm telling you, that keeps it fresh and happy and exciting. Yo, Michael Jr. here. Just wanted to let you know, if you want to support this podcast and help us create more content like this, you can support us financially on Patreon. When you do this, you're also going to probably get some really cool perks as well. So just go to patreon.com slash Michael Jr. Or hit the link in the show notes. The off-the-cuff moment I want to go off-the-cuff on is actually Stone Soup. It's my favorite book. I probably jacked up the way I described it to you, but if you get an opportunity, you should read Stone Soup because sometimes in life it'll look like you don't have much to offer at all, but between your ingenuity, your understanding, your insight, your experiences, your setups, and your setbacks, you probably have so much more to offer than you could ever imagine. In fact, I would even venture to say that you have exactly what is needed for the people around you, but one thing you need to do is get to know 
know even more the people around you. And when I say get to know even more, I'm not talking about a quantity of people, but get to know the actual individual because the more you know the people, the more you dig in, not just ask questions, but actually listen, the more you'll be able to connect what you have to what it is they really need. And that's going to put you in a position to truly deliver. Listen closely and then you'll be able to deliver appropriately. I love you. I'm Michael Jr. I'm out. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Ya es la venta de ciberdías de JCPenney en la tienda o jcp.com. Obtén el cupón más grande de la temporada, 35% de descuento extra. Úsalo y ahorra 60% en ropa de cama, artículos para el baño y decoración para ventanas JCPenney Home. Y hasta 60% en selección de pijamas para todos. Y aprovecha entrega tu auto. Es rápido y gratis. Juntos en celebración y paz. JCPenney. Ofertas válidas del 29 de noviembre al 1 de diciembre. Aplican condiciones y exclusiones. Detalles en la tienda o jcp.com.